Ahoy, and welcome to the Open Journal Blogcast. Here we're going to be talking about mental health and all things related. That includes illness, wellness, stigma and support, and most importantly some of your very own personal stories. We're going to be covering projects, campaigns, education, starting conversations, and looking at some of the tools that support our well-being as well. I'm Mike, and while I'm being mindfully mindless, hopefully myself and my amazing guests will be able to show you you're not alone out there. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so Mm. they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds, and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, Mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, And then they want to talk about it. Hello and welcome to the podcast and to episode 202. It was weird to say like a whole number, like how often we, I just go 202. Like how often do we just not say the actual number? It's weird, it's weird. Anyway, this is 202 or 202. And uh, yeah, I hope your week as always has, has been a good one or as good as it can be. Um, we're, we're starting to see Christmas trees go up and decorations and things like that now. So I think there's a, a lot of this year's not been the best year. So let's kick into kind of the festive um, spirit or the festivities a little bit earlier this year. Um, I think I walked past I walked past a Christmas tree, I think, before last week's episode. So, yeah, it's probably mid-November. I think almost there was a... It can happen now. Um, and it feels kind of weird like this is I don't I don't think we spoke too much about kind of Christmas and the, and the winter side last year I think last year was probably the first year it sort of dropped off a little bit in terms of the conversation and I know having recorded uh, an episode with Matt and Wes I think last year I think we recorded around sort of late November time I think and um sort of reflecting on we said oh this year we, we're not going to talk about Christmas we're gonna, <laughs> we will talk about something else um, because we talk about it every year um, and I think yeah it seems just feels slightly different this year I guess maybe our, our gratitude for being here our willingness to kind of embrace some of that stuff is, is maybe slightly different um, I think personally I feel a little bit different about Christmas this year I don't feel like it's gonna quite come with as much pressure as I feel like it usually comes with because of Covid um, so kind of seeing a little bit of a silver lining to to it for me personally um, and I think also just being in mentally a slightly different place means I'm not quite as apprehensive about it as I have been in the past which 
um, I feel really positive about, which is great. So yeah, it's going to be a different one this year, and I'm sure many of you, for your own reasons, will find kind of Christmas, the winter, December, um, different this year. Hopefully it's in a positive way, but I'm aware that might not necessarily be the case. So I think it's really important to uh, give some consideration to that and to shout out some of those places that you might be able to to look into for for support or for signposting and things like that so as always um samaritans is is right up there for me in terms of signposting um i think it's a an awesome service that they provide you've also got a range of local mines across uh i say the uk but it's england and wales i don't think it's in scotland um you've got a range of local mines and then i think there's a like a, a, a different version of like a national mine program in Scotland. Um, so local mines often deliver wellbeing services. Um, while at the moment those are predominantly remote, some are face to face. Uh, I think crisis services in some settings are face to face. Um, so do have a look um, through the the Mind or Mind Charity uh, website online in the UK. You'll be able to find out about. The information around kind of mental health support within your local area and where and how you can access that um, there's a range of other different places as well but i'd encourage you to to have a look i think for in my area i think in hampshire we have a website which is connect to support dot i don't know um dot com or dot org or something like that but connect to support hampshire will bring up a range of different support in your area so um, kind of mental health comes under health but there's also kind of housing support um, and a range of other things in there as well so I think it's a really important time to, to kind of shout out some of those different uh, support services that, that are in your local area um, and make people aware of that I think for people that enjoy and are, are going to be celebrating this year um, that's awesome there will be lots going on around that um, but yeah just be aware that it's, it's not always a positive time for for everyone um, and leading off from that it is kind of coming towards the end of the year we're seeing some of those kind of recaps what has your 2020 looked like um, or what has it been like and last week I got to be part of a, of a, a very enjoyable um, hour-ish I think um, celebration with Vulio, who who some of you will will know or recognise um, the the company that do quite a lot with online influencers, with brands and connecting people. Uh, but last week was their online influencer awards for 2020. I've been really fortunate in that I've been able to go, I think, twice, but definitely once. I think twice to their awards. Yeah, twice. I've been uh, the last two years to their award ceremony in London um, and it's a really awesome opportunity to to kind of meet uh, and hear from some real experts in the online world um, particularly those that focus in on kind of blogs and, and blog content um, but also people that are involved in marketing um, around online content and promotion as well so really uh, uh, useful sounds quite a boring term to use but a really useful really interesting time and it's always produced in a really really lovely way with um, kind of uh, live entertainment and uh, comedy and music and 
um, a lovely meal. Uh, so it's just, yeah, it's an absolutely gorgeous event. It's really nice to have been part of that for the last couple of years. And then obviously this year, um, unfortunately, it wasn't able to, to happen in person. Um, so it shifted across to online. I'd like to think inspired by the uh, Mental Health Blog Awards that were run by a certain someone earlier this year. Um, but I very much doubt it. <laughs> um, I, I just, I think it's, it's absolutely ace that some of these recognition and celebration events have continued to happen this year. Um, that they haven't been prevented by everything COVID and everything 2020. They've still happened, yeah, in a different way, but they've still happened. They've still provided that opportunity for people to come together, to connect, to celebrate, to recognise and respect the, the awesome work, achievements and effort um, that goes into online content. Now, my particular interest is obviously around uh, mental health, around well-being, but I do find it interesting to have odd occasions um, like these awards where I really get a chance to have an insight into other areas of blogging, other areas of online content. And I think kind of you're naturally drawn to, oh, other aspects of health are, are fairly interesting and there are links that can be made there. Um, but I'm often kind of more drawn to the stuff that's like completely different. Um, I would say I found a couple of the categories have really, really stood out for me in the past. Um, and to some extent, I think they're probably going to be the same ones over and over, um, that do. There were a couple of different ones this year, but in the past, as I said, kind of that idea of, of health or health and fitness, I think have, have stood out because of the, the similarities or the overlaps um with well-being a couple of years ago i don't know if it's i think it might have been last year possibly the year before um the introduction of the lgbtq plus category um i think was really interesting to see and really um awesome for me personally just to be made aware of some of these content um creators um and there's now a couple of channels that I follow purely because um, I've seen them well not win but I've seen them be kind of recognized or shortlisted um, by the awards and that's made me go and kind of check out their stuff and really want to carry on following and supporting the things that they do. Um, one of the others that came up um, in a previous year as well was around food um, and seeing some of the content there was absolutely amazing. Probably not the best thing for me to be looking at <laughs> as we go into winter. Um, but some really nice um, kind of, uh, I guess, a really nice opportunity to be introduced to these these new creators and the new channels. Um, and one that kind of stood out for me this year that was slightly different was the idea of uh, a change maker um and the winner this year being ethical hour but there were also some really really amazing shortlisted um blogs as well that uh just kind of made me think about the different ways that people use blogs and the purpose of them i guess and the the conversations that they're having i think are i guess they're all important but i suppose some are important in different ways um, and seeing that that change maker kind of recognised really resonated for me. I think that was re uh, very a very cool category to have. I don't think it was there last year. I'm, I don't want to say it definitely wasn't. Um, 
but I, I don't remember it being there last year. So it's it really stood out for me that that was a category um, this year. Um, I think that possibly comes across for other people as well in the fact that Ethical Hour were also named the kind of the best UK influencer. So kind of the, the winner of winners um, for, for this year's awards. Um, but there was such a range. I mean, we had um, arts and entertainment, beauty, current affairs, obviously the change maker, fashion, um, food and drink, health and fitness, interior design, LGBTQ+, lifestyle, newcomer, parenting, PR in comms, travel and leisure, influence campaign, um, cause-led influence campaign, um, and obviously kind of the introduction of their, their Hall of Fame, which I think started last year. Um, just a, a, a really good um, spread of categories, and I think... This is this is for me that there are differences like sometimes and often I would say I really want the importance to be put on on mental health and on well-being um, and I would always advocate for that. But I also think there's a, a a lot of enjoyment and a lot of pleasure that I get from from um, I guess more widespread um, focus on blogging. So looking at some of those different areas and different categories, I think it's really nice to um have some content that you follow or that you engage with that isn't kind of mental health or I find that for me is that I spend a lot of my time focusing in on 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 mental health on well-being although often kind of the the illness and recovery side is where I'll spend a lot of my time um so my my kind of day job my professional job my main job um is at a mental health charity. I, I've got a blog and a podcast that focus in on on mental health and the kind of the lifestyle things that are linked into that. Um, I've got my own lived experience. Um, I think there there is that element of potential danger where you're spending so much of your time invested in this one area of your life, and particularly when it's something that you have struggled with in the past and to some extent still do. Um, I think it can be really important to um, spend your time and your attention on other things at certain times um, to to kind of round yourself off so you don't become quite so um, all-encompassing within like one particular area and I think that I'm I still look back on um, a conversation I had with a friend just before I started my job I previously worked in education for I think around 10 years and I was moving from a a job in education to to working at a mental health charity and when I spoke to this friend and they sort of said like one thing I would kind of be cautious about is like how invested and how much time you're spending on on mental health um, given that you've had experience of of an illness um, that might be something that is quite difficult Um, I would say for the most part, that has not been the case for me. But I also think maybe part of the reason why it hasn't been the case is because I'd had that conversation, because I'd had those types of thought processes in my mind in the past of realising that um, there can be 
times when you need a break when you need to to be focused on something else when you need your identity or your being to include more things than just this or you will get so wrapped up in it um and I think that is something that I do worry sometimes when you see people become kind of so involved in one particular aspect of their life that they become um so entrenched in it that it sometimes becomes um more of a strain than kind of a success I don't know and that's probably not the right way to word it um but it becomes I think a dangerous situation that's not to say that it definitely will lead to to some sort of risk action or it's going to have a negative outcome but I think it increases the likelihood of something like that happening so I think making sure you're aware of a lot of different things and you involve other leisure, hobby, social things as part of your life is really important. And that's definitely been kind of the case for me. So maybe maybe that's not the case for everyone, but it has been the case for me. Um, so I really enjoy the opportunities to to kind of look at and celebrate things that kind of link or intersect. So you'll have noticed there have been a number of times when um, I've had blog posts that are about going to an event or to a location or a venue um, that isn't it's not a mental health thing Um, but I kind of bring or um, see the links there and I think those are those are the times when you can connect and kind of utilize like my experience my insights around mental health but it's not purely like I'm going to go and sit in this setting and it's just all about mental health it's like oh this is a really nice I don't know this is a really nice cafe and I can actually see the benefit of there are some booths where there's maybe a bit of um, kind of sheltered sound so if you wanted to have a private conversation with a friend um, like this is a good place that you could come and you could have that conversation and that's a, a really beneficial thing to do um uh, like the, there's background music so there's there's a distraction it's not silent but at the same time you can hear each other speak um, that's great um, in having that kind of gap in between like a pure mental health focus um, and starting to spread it across to other things and then obviously going kind of all the way and doing something that I don't know I say completely doesn't relate to mental health but doesn't really so if um, like times when I talk to friends about sports like realistically mental health is not for the most part coming into those conversations there are overlaps and there are times when it does um but we're talking about uh, a particular sport or a particular team their performance the uh the players that are involved in that the hopes that we have for that team um so i think it is really important to have those other aspects or other areas of your life that will at times intersect with your particular focus and for me that's mental health um but also that you yeah you do have a separation i mean looking through some of those categories like obviously health and fitness there's that overlap but I could quite easily make links to, to mental health and well-being from food and drink um, from fashion uh, from arts and entertainment from beauty uh, interior design obviously links with with parenting with lifestyle with LGBTQ plus um, so there's lots of different ways those things can link but they need to kind of stand on their own two feet and I think that's why um, I feel like it's important for me to have other areas or other aspects to my life that I find enjoyable, that I spend time on. Um, and I think that's an important kind of well-being tip or tool, I guess I would share, 
is is trying to have those different aspects to your life trying to have other things that you enjoy doing if you're really really passionate about campaigning for a particular cause that's really great and you are going to spend more time on it and to some extent you will need to spend more time on it for it to be successful um but i would say if you're if you're really particularly kind of mentally and emotionally charged by that um there is going to be a need at certain times to have a break to do something else to you know chat to friends about sport or clothes or what's been on tv or something other than whatever that thing is that you're invested in i feel like that's not been worded very well but you might get the gist hopefully you get the gist um and i think that's something really important to to keep in mind and like i say for me that's why i see things like the online influence awards as a, a really interesting thing to to follow to be involved in to support to um shout about to some extent i guess that's what i'm doing now is to encourage more people to to think about or to be aware of those things that have similarities with what they do if you are um if you're a campaigner if you're passionate about mental health um i imagine you have some insight to mental health and that's why you're listening um that there might be other aspects of your life that you really enjoy as well and kind of the importance of recognizing the role that those other aspects play i think is really important equally uh, I don't know about equally, actually, but also <laughs> um, with an award ceremony, I think it's absolutely ace to be able to recognise an industry um, that is obviously a lot less overlooked than it has been in the past, but I still think is is not really seen um, by as many people as being kind of a credible source of information or marketing or promotion when actually it's i would say increasingly becoming the most important um depending on kind of i guess what you consider a traditional blog um but you see the the growth of of storytelling and sharing from those traditional blogs to to now we have vlogs we have youtube um that has been hugely successful with kind of that story sharing side and I would say even to say so much so that the idea of um, kind of video sharing, which now includes live streaming, is something that's been included in other social networks that was never part of what they were doing in the past. We now have um, new platforms like Twitch that are really promoting um, online content sharing and creating. That I guess it depends on whether you consider some of these things blogs but when i think of a blog i think of someone step sharing their story their insights to a particular experience or journey or product or whatever um and i think we're, we're seeing that grow we we do have those traditional blogs i love a traditional blog that you can sit and kind of read through um but we have online videos we have online streaming that's live we have um we have instagram where um it's not necessarily just a picture i mean it's often just a picture when i post um but we have people that share a picture with a caption that is the length of a blog post um so there are so many different ways now for people to to share their stories online and their insights and i think the reach that we are seeing um so many people have at various different levels 
of following really shows the impact of of story sharing of personal identity of personal brand and to some extent that over an established brand um, an established newspaper or or news outlet or website um, people are increasingly following individuals and the 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 individual person's brand um, listening and acting on kind of their insights and their recommendations so i think that that has that has grown is exponentially hugely it's grown hugely and i think the recognition of that has grown definitely very notably but not quite to the same level as as the growth and the interaction and engagement that's happening online and that's why i think events uh recognition like the online influence awards that Fulio recently hosted are are so important because that recognition that celebration will add to obviously the credibility of the winners and and the the people that are commended and shortlisted but also to to blogging to online story sharing and content creation it adds to the recognition of that being a viable way to share your story to promote a a product or a service or a venue or an event it adds to the recognition that this is a or this can be a professional service this can be a professional product um and i think that's a, a really important thing to to recognize and i say that um aware that that makes or leads to certain implications for for mental health story sharers or content creators because i think there can be very different aspects to what happens with a a mental health story that's shared online or insights about mental health Um, and being aware that people share those stories at very different stages in their journey with very different mindsets and very different experiences and very different purposes for for sharing what they're sharing Um, and I think that's uh, maybe kind of most relevant when we're talking about mental health and we're talking about the journey that people can experience um there's a huge difference between someone sharing the experience they are having right now as a as a struggle with a particular illness and the symptoms related to that to um as i was saying earlier saying actually this would be a really awesome venue to come to and to have conversations and and this is an awesome place for 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 that and i i would say positive things about this venue um those are two completely different conversations with different purposes um and to some extent have different uh different places i guess within the kind of the mental health blogging field uh and i think that's really important to recognize it isn't that one is more valid than another um, it's just that they yeah they sit in different places and I think that's a, a real important recognition to make that is um, particularly relevant I feel for, for mental health and it might be that there are other areas as well um, where there are overlaps with, with certain journeys and experiences and I can imagine um, where some of those might fall but I guess that is where we start to talk about the, the professionalism of, of having um, an online uh 
uh, of being an online creator, I suppose. Of as time goes by, you start to be. I hope, <laughs> so you're more articulate. I doubt it if you read my vlogs. Um, but you start to be more articulate with the way you word or described or depict certain things. You start to be more aware of um, maybe signposting and making people that might read your material more aware of support that they are able to access or that they could go and look at. Um, and realising maybe some of your audience, like if I'm talking about this, it, there is a higher like, possibility that the people reading this are also affected or are interested in some of the things that I'm talking about or maybe know someone that is similarly affected. So it becomes increasingly important to add relevant kind of signposting to to those posts. It might be that you start to link up or train or educate yourself on um, ways to use kind of online creation tools to to make better videos or to add in different things to your blog to edit some of the photos. Um, it might be that you attend training and are more aware or more educated about the things that you're speaking about. So when I talk about... Um, mental health services or when I talk about cognitive behavioral therapy to be able to have certain insights as to what that is and how it works and some of the um, some of the benefits and maybe some of the restraints or or negative aspects to certain things you can do that from an educated point of view but it takes time and it takes investment um, and it's also often I would say not where someone starts uh, so there can be a real journey um, for people that are involved in in sharing their stories online and I think that is also something that again is probably relevant for everyone but I feel is particularly relevant for those sharing and, and providing those insights around mental health and around well-being and so there's a few reflections <laughs> yeah there's a few reflections um, just to get started really a few reflections on kind of some of the thoughts for me that came out of um, recently attending uh, the online or the virtual uh, online influencer awards with Vulio, um just last week uh, and it was a really interesting insight and I definitely recommend going and having a look at some of those uh, some of those winners some of those that were highly commended and finding out a little bit more about the online influence awards maybe making sure that you can get involved in some way next year um it really got me excited for the mental health blog awards for next year with uh, a lot of the planning taking place kind of in december and january to to make some of the decisions for how that event's going to run um so yeah it was just a really nice opportunity to kind of sit back for an hour and enjoy and celebrate some of the amazing work that's happened within the kind of the blogging field and a range of different categories and for me again just to be made aware of of some of those um i think was an absolutely amazing opportunity so a massive thank you to everyone that uh facilitated um the online influence awards at vulio and to those that facilitated the kind of the online delivery on the night um i think it was a, a really great way to to keep everyone involved and to make it as accessible as possible and a massive well done to those that 
um, nominated themselves that were shortlisted that were highly commended or won um, I loved the <laughs> it really did seem like everyone that won was not expecting to win um, and never does that seem more noticeable than when they come on zoom <laughs> just it, yeah it was it, yeah it was great it was it was a really fun way to to deliver um, that event and I think I also want to say kind of there's been a lot of reflection on the the people that have won and some of those categories um but i think there was i just want to double check this quickly but i'm sure i remember um part of it in part of it they said yes there were 3149 entries this year which is absolutely amazing um so a huge well done to everyone that put themselves forward i think that shows there's a huge amount of kind of self-respect of pride and um recognition uh of the work that so many people are doing and i think that's absolutely amazing so a huge well done to the the 3000 plus of uh of us that were kind of self-nominated in those awards uh just before we wrap up i also want to mention um the the charity partnership or sponsorship that uh Vulio had for the awards with calm so the campaign against living miserably it was really nice to see the inclusion of a charity partner um and i think again particularly this year um there will have been a lot of um struggles some we will have noticed and many 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 more that we haven't um that people have gone through this year so i think absolutely amazing to have included calm in the online influence awards i think it was an absolutely amazing decision and really nicely done um so that was really really great to see and i hope that it's something again um that that we're able to include with the mental health blog awards i know it's something we've tried to do in the past but hasn't quite worked um because of a few geography reasons um but i think it's a really amazing way to kind of make that link to recognize the importance and the role that people have um and the the opportunities to signpost I think are absolutely huge so yes i loved it it was really good an absolutely amazing event um i look forward to hopefully maybe attending next year and maybe even doing it in person which would be awesome uh but i do want to round off by just um yeah mentioning the mental health blog awards because you know signposting and um i'm going to i guess <laughs> uh so mental health blog awards will be back for a fourth year um in 2021 uh we do have uh community leaders now i think there's a small group of about five or six of us um who are going to meet through december and january uh and work out some of the logistics of, of what we're thinking is going to happen for next year and kind of uh looking at some of the processes of, of what's going to happen how it's going to happen and get that in place so we can start to share that with you all in late january maybe um or or in february um to to kind of kick off the the i guess the announcement of the awards but also some of the um nomination sections at the beginning so i'm really looking forward to to that coming forward we we do or we will be hopefully adding to our community leaders probably early next year 
um but just at the moment i think we're we're going to kind of move forward with the group that we've got just to get some of these early bits in place um so we're able to to follow up on on this year's online event which um was hugely enjoyable i think was really really successful there are a couple of small things i'd want to tweak um but we've also had all of your feedback so those of you that were able to complete the online survey have given us a few insights as to what you felt worked well or what you'd like to see changed um so a huge thank you to everyone that completed those and we look forward to to building again so only our fourth year um so i still feel like we've achieved a, a huge amount um in, in a real minimal time and i'm looking <laughs> i gotta be honest i am looking forward to to having the the community leaders with me this year so this will be the first year where there's kind of been some recognizable support um in the lead up rather than just on the day so it's going to be absolutely amazing to have um a few people to soundboard off of um and pick up ideas from and, and support with some of the actions that need to be taken so a big thank you to our new community leaders who i think will probably be announcing in january um but they are they're they're starting already or they have started already um so we're just getting some profiles and things sorted before we announce who they are but yeah a huge thank you to, to everyone that's listened into this uh slightly different episode um i just i really enjoyed the online influence awards i really wanted to reflect back on that i think it's a, an absolutely massive event it's it's a really important one um the kind of the recognition uh for for blogs and online creation i think um is is hugely important and it's really nice to see it done in a number of different ways i think last year or the year before we saw the kind of the closure of the uk blog awards so it's really nice to see Vulio um kind of be able to continue this and make it successful and make it sustainable um it was an absolutely amazing event really well hosted um and i look forward as i say to not just uh the online influence awards with Vulio next year but also the mental health blog awards in the summer um and i really hope that 2021 is at least include some elements in person that would be my hope but we'll see we'll see what's coming up um hopefully you are all well um i look forward to our episode next week where jojo is going to be back we're going to talk about a couple of different topics having kind of heard from her or been introduced a couple of weeks ago um there were a couple of topics we didn't get onto because we just laughed our way through essentially a whole hour um so yeah i'm looking forward to having jojo back next week um, when we talk through a few topics and so make sure you are subscribed to not miss out on that episode because i think it's a, a again an absolutely amazing conversation so i hope you all have a great week and i look forward to talking to you again very very soon as always please remember you're not alone out there These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds. And the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are.
not only did this help me to write it, mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it. 